You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Donald Trump last week was arraigned in a Miami court where he pled not guilty to charges relating to documents he reportedly took from the White House when he was ousted from the top job in January 2021. But while it seems there's a new court case against Trump every month or so, so far only the civil case against him has given any result and that holds no criminal weight, allowing Trump to walk free despite a court finding he did sexually assault E. Jean Carroll in a department store change room in the 1990s. So the question still remains, what court action can stop Donald Trump from becoming president once again? Today, we find out there is only one thing that can stop that from happening, and it has nothing to do with a judge or jury. But first, news headlines for Tuesday, June 20. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese will today work with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander leaders to settle on the date for the referendum to recognise Indigenous people in the Constitution. The meeting comes a day after Parliament endorsed a bill setting out the question and constitutional change. Mr Albanese saying the referendum will be held in the final quarter of the year, with speculation the government's preferred date is October 14. A pamphlet outlining the yes and no cases will now be sent out to all Australians to prepare for the upcoming vote. The footy club who lost five teammates in the Hunter Valley bus tragedy earlier this month have spoken out, saying they're suffering unfathomable heartache but are leaning on each other to get through it. The Singleton community lost seven residents in the crash after the bus they were travelling in after a wedding tipped over and slid as it returned them home. The Singleton Roosters president spoke to the media yesterday, saying the memory of everyone they've lost are at the forefront of their thoughts and their first priority is to support the families and friends who've been affected by the tragedy. Local MP Dan Repicoli says nine victims remain in hospital with two still in the ICU. New South Wales Premier Chris Minns revealed that more than $600,000 has now been donated to help the victims and their families. A tourist submarine has gone missing while exploring the wreck of the Titanic. Ocean Gate expeditions confirmed the vessel was missing off the coast of southeastern Canada, but haven't made clear at this stage how many people were on board. The company was running its fifth Titanic mission of 2023, where people paid $250,000 US to head 640 kilometres out to sea to the wreckage site before climbing inside a five-person submersible, which then takes two hours to descend to the boat's final resting place. The ship famously sank in 1912 on its maiden voyage after hitting an iceberg, killing more than 1,500 people. The Special Commission of Inquiry into LGBTQ Hate Crimes is set to examine the unsolved murder of rock band ACDC's manager nearly 30 years ago. 41-year-old Crispin Dyer was assaulted and robbed after a night out with friends in Sydney's Surrey Hills in 1995. He later died in hospital after suffering serious head injuries, with police at the time saying they didn't believe it was a gay hate crime, despite it occurring amid a spate of related murders. An inquest in 1995 failed to shed any light on the case and a $100,000 reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of those responsible has also led nowhere. Ukraine has confirmed they've taken back eight villages in the two weeks since their counter-offensive began. Ukraine's Defence Minister claims their forces have advanced up to seven kilometres into Russian lines in the past fortnight, 
President Vladimir Zelensky hailing his country's troops' efforts, saying he'll continue talks with Western allies to ensure they get weapons and ammunition to support their push to force back the invading Russian troops. Meanwhile, according to the United Nations, Moscow has refused to assist residents affected by the breach of the Kharkovka Dam, which has flooded homes and destroyed a vast swathe of farmland in Ukraine after a wall was bombed. That's your latest news headlines in a moment. Today's Deep Dive. Seems like it's another day, another court appearance by former President Donald Trump. He's facing 34 criminal charges in Manhattan, including falsifying business records over alleged hush money paid to porn star Stormy Daniels and others to cover up stories in the lead up to the 2016 presidential election. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. That's the former president speaking at Mar-a-Lago after the indictment. Trump also became the first former US president to ever be indicted on federal charges when a Miami court recently brought 37 criminal counts against him over top-secret documents allegedly taken from the White House without being declassified, which he then allegedly lied about returning. They were instead stored on a ballroom stage and in a bathroom at Mar-a-Lago, his resort in Florida. Many people have asked me why I had these boxes. Why did you want them? The answer, in addition to having every right under the Presidential Records Act, is that these boxes were containing all types of personal belongings, many, many things, shirts and shoes and everything. I hadn't had a chance to go through all the boxes. It's a long, tedious job, takes a long time, which I was prepared to do, but I have a very busy life. I've had a very busy life. They make it more busy because you're always fighting. Some experts believe that that was Trump admitting his guilt. There's a civil case against Trump in New York regarding Attorney General Letitia James, who's suing Trump for allegedly lying to lenders and insurers by overvaluing his company and assets. He's already been found guilty in a civil case brought against him by journalist, author and columnist E. Jean Carroll, who accused Trump of defaming her after she revealed that she'd been sexually assaulted by him back in the 1990s. Donald Trump did it. Donald Trump did it, and all his saying no, no, no is not true. Trump appeared at a CNN town hall in New Hampshire immediately after the $5 million verdict was handed down, mocking Carol's sexual assault, for which he had just been found guilty. What kind of a woman meets somebody and brings him up and within minutes you're playing hanky-panky in a dressing room, okay? I don't know if she was married then or not, but think think of it. She's now seriously considering bringing another claim against him to stop him from speaking like this about her again. And there are currently at least two other ongoing criminal investigations into Trump's efforts to interfere with the 2020 election results in Georgia and the attempts to derail the transfer of power to Joe Biden in the January 6th Capitol riot. The question continually asked after each of these cases is brought before a judge and jury, even after he's found guilty, is will this stop Trump from running for or winning the presidential election in 2024? 
John Barron is a journalist and broadcaster who's written for publications including The Washington Post. He's also the host of the ABC program Planet America. John, after every indictment, every court case, we hear people asking, is this the thing that will stop Trump from becoming president again? But is it true that none of these legal issues can actually stop him? We're faced with the extraordinary situation where Donald Trump could be in jail next year and still elected president and still serve as president from behind the bars of a federal prison cell. That's how crazy this situation is. Why is there no precedent for this in American law? Why is it that someone can be in jail and still be president? The founding fathers of the United States clearly understood things like powdered wigs and muskets, but didn't understand that someday there would be a human being on this earth named Donald J. Trump. They really didn't anticipate that somebody could possibly be such a rule-breaking, norm-diverting kind of figure who was so anathema to the rules-based order and the laws of the United States, yet somehow had this astonishing appeal to tens of millions of American voters. So it's once again just simply uncharted waters when they decided to, well, what are we, how are we going to limit uh, who can become president? Well, we don't want to be too restrictive because we're just throwing off the British uh, monarchy here in the United States. So the founding fathers pretty much said, well, look, you just have to be a natural-born citizen and 35 years of age, and pretty much, apart from that, as long as you get enough votes, you can be president. It's incredible. You just touched on something there that his popularity continues to climb. Is it true that each time he fronts court or there's a court decision against him or the criminal investigation is talked about, his popularity actually increases? Well, certainly some of the polls suggest that when he declared his candidacy to seek re-election back in November last year, that his poll numbers were declining and Republican voters were taking a serious look at potential rivals, including Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. And for a period of time, it looked after the midterm elections late last year that maybe Trump had done his dash. But yes, you're right, with that indictment in the New York case involving alleged hush money payments to former adult film actress Stormy Daniels, and the sort of accounting irregularities that Trump is alleged to have used to cover up that hush money payment. There's that case. Now come these 37 indictments for the illegal retention of secret documents, including some of the most top secret documents any former president has ever snatched away from the White House and taken with them, breaking the law in doing so, and then repeatedly obstructing the investigations from the FBI. So he's done all of these things. And yet... None of it amounts to a disqualification. And as far as Republican voters are concerned, he's the victim here. 70% of Republicans believe that Donald Trump genuinely won the 2020 election. He did not, but they believe that he did. So they believe him now when he says, well, this is a witch hunt. I'm being persecuted. None of these things are really that bad. Hillary Clinton did such things. Joe Biden did such things. That's also not true, but people choose to believe Donald Trump. Do we feel that Trump's popularity is allowed to continue because the Democrats don't have a strong opposition to front him? Because at the moment, it seems that Joe Biden's popularity is on the decline. Well, Joe Biden, as an incumbent president, has to own his record, and many of Joe Biden's supporters think that he's done a pretty good job. They worry that at the age of 80, he's historically old to be seeking a second four-year term, but they do acknowledge that he's gotten a lot done. But 
there are some on the far left of the Democratic Party that think that he hasn't gone far enough, that he hasn't done enough, that he's, you know, at the end of the day, he's just another old white guy and they want somebody a little bit more exciting. Well, there are no serious challenges to Joe Biden on the Democratic side. On the Republican side, there are some serious challenges to Donald Trump, including his own former Vice President Mike Pence, who in recent weeks after declaring his candidacy has become more critical of Donald Trump, while at the same time trying to criticise the Biden administration for prosecuting Donald Trump. Chris Christie, another Republican rival, also trying to thread that needle, criticise Trump, say what he did is probably a really bad thing, but also that it's a really bad thing that he's being prosecuted as well. They're all trying to find a way to woo over Donald Trump supporters, because at the end of the day, Republicans may abandon Donald Trump if they think that he will lose next year. And he's perhaps more likely to lose if he is facing criminal indictments or possibly a jail term. Enough independent voters could switch away from him to make his election impossible. So fascinating dynamic. It's not your usual primary campaign. You've got Donald Trump potentially returning to the White House, potentially ending up in the big house. So at this point, can you confirm that really the only thing that can stop Donald Trump from becoming president again and let's say, you know, many people might want that to happen again. Americans continue to surprise us from afar. But are the American people the only thing that can stop the return of Trump at this point? And how likely is it that that might actually happen? Well, at this stage, and lawyers obviously are paid to have different interpretations of the law and the Constitution and some of these matters because they've never been tested, such as if they are elected, having been convicted of a crime, can they pardon themselves? Well, some experts say no, they can't. Others say possibly, or we could have a situation where President Donald Trump could briefly resign from the presidency, hand over to his vice president, have the vice president pardon him, and then resign themselves, reappointing the president. So all sorts of things could happen. But the bottom line is there is nothing in the Constitution to stop Donald Trump, even if convicted of a crime and serving a prison sentence. There is nothing to stop him if elected, if he wins the majority in the Electoral College, which means that he probably has to win 75, 80 million American votes. If he does that, yes, he can serve as president for one more four-year term. But there's a lot that can happen between now and then. And how many of those 75 or 80 million will finally decide, you know what, we like Trump, we like the tax cuts he gave us, we like him as a personality, but you know, he's probably a bit too much of a risk. We might win with somebody else. So we'll just have to wait and see how those votes start in February of next year when those primary voters go to the polls. So the only thing that will stop Donald Trump from becoming president again are voters, and they may choose to return the man to power come 2024. The Quickie is produced by myself, Claire Murphy, and our executive producer, Callie Borg, with audio production by Madeline Joannou. 